0: Thanks for downloading this show from PC One. Before we get rolling, here's a word from one of the folks who helped bring you this podcast. The Forbes Sports Money podcast is brought to you by WordPress.com. WordPress powers 20% of all websites, including Forbes blog posts. Get 15% off your new website today at WordPress.com Forbes. That's WordPress.com Forbes. This is Forbes
1: Sports Money on Podcast One.
0: And I'm your host, Mike Ozanian. This show is all about the business of sports. Today, I'm speaking with Ashlyn Harris. She's the goalkeeper for the United States Women's National Soccer Team and Orlando Pride in the National Women's Soccer League. She's also a FIFA Women's World Cup champion. Ashlyn, I hear you're feeling a little under the weather, so I especially appreciate you taking the time. And I'll just start off. Do you got any sort of... uh, ritual or anything that you do to get rid of a cold because somebody like you has got to be ready to play and go at any minute
1: <laughs> yeah i know we've uh we've been traveling quite a bit so i think uh, you know the travel's gotten to me a little bit but um no honestly i i'd actually just try to sweat it all out um you know here in orlando it's really hot so i'm fu- and fully covered and i'm just trying to sweat all this yucky crap out of my body at this point
0: Well, there's been some great news for women's soccer and, in particular, the league that you play in. You know, the new deal with A&E Networks, uh, it's a joint venture, I'm sure, as you know, between the Walt Disney Company and Hearst. And they've taken uh, an equity stake in the National Women's Soccer League. And more important, the two are going to launch a joint venture, NWSL Media, which is going to oversee the league's global broadcast and sponsorship rights production of league game telecasts, as well as live streaming and digital platforms. And and I know as someone who has one child, a 10-year-old girl who loves soccer, uh, she's so excited about being able to see more women's soccer, especially, you know, at that age, everything is streaming. You know, she's got her iPad out, and and she's always checking out women's soccer on her iPod. What do you think this deal means for women's soccer?
1: Well, I think it, it just kind of stems from the growth, right? So if you bring it back to just the basics, the fact that something or a company like this even wants to invest um, is a huge sign. And it's a sign that we're going somewhere and we're going in the right direction. So, you know, for me, I, I've, you know, played in prior leagues and I've been around for quite some time now. And, you know, I, I really think this time it's, it's being done right. And, and I think companies are looking at that, being wanting to be on board, right? So they want to be on board. They want to continue the growth. And, and a lot of these companies are backed by females, and, and that's so special because they're continuing to push the growth uh, of women in sports. So it is... It's a really exciting time for us and it's a great feeling to feel uh, wanted and invested in and that, you know, at at some point this is going to be, you know, big globally. I mean, there's so many great things that are coming out of this and it's only been a short amount of time.
0: Yeah. ESPN and uh, the Disney and I mean, they have such a global reach And soccer. Of course, we always seem like we're the last country to get interested in soccer. It's so popular throughout the world. And in particular, I feel like women's soccer has for years taken a backseat to men's soccer. You know, whether you're talking about uh, airtime or or streaming time and coverage, it gets on TV. Is there a big buzz among the players in the league that this is sort of a breakthrough moment for women's soccer?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think it comes that comes with a lot of responsibility as well. You know, we have to put out a really good product, so people continue to come back and and want to keep watching and want to continue to invest. So, um, it is a great feeling, but there there you know we take this responsibility quite serious, and we know that you know if if people are wanting to put their money into us we got to also perform and we got to make sure people are coming back and people are wanting to continue to watch the games on tv and get the ratings up i mean those are important aspects of of what we're doing as well
0: do you think lifetime is going to or maybe they have already uh actually uh asked some of the players like yourself or or, or others or maybe even some of the other sort of uh women who help blaze the path like mia ham you know what will take? What will it mean uh, to have a good production? What goes into a good production? And, and, and by that, I sort of also mean social media. You know, somebody like yourself with so many <clears throat> followers on Twitter, for example. I, I, I'm hoping they get some of your input.
1: Well, I, I think you know, Lifetime and A&E has done such a great job of. Doing a lot of stuff before the season. We we've done a, a ton of sound bites. We've done a ton of photo shoots. Um, so they're really pushing it. I, you know, if you turn on Lifetime, you'll constantly see the commercials. Uh, they're pushing a, a bunch of content on social media, and I mean, they've it, it's been professional, and uh, it's I've been really really impressed. Um, they are definitely in this, and they are committed and you know the constantly when we have games on on TV they have camera crews coming in early doing stories you know doing early sound bites um they're 100% in this and and you can tell you can see the commitment that they have to make this successful and i i think that that's important to to note, you know, because it, sometimes it's a charitable thing, but for them, it's not. They they want this to be successful. They want this to be profitable. And um, they're investing a lot of not only money, but time.
0: We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I found the best way for you to buy business travel. It's Upside.com. And if you're not a business traveler, you know someone who is. You have to tell them about Upside. At Upside, you save money on travel and you get an Amazon gift card worth hundreds of dollars every time. Here's how they do it. Upside bundles your flights and hotel together for one low price. Bundling saves a ton of money, especially on business travel. So they give you an Amazon gift card. Your company saves money and you still keep all your miles. And right now, when you use code FORBES, you're guaranteed a free $100 Amazon gift card your first time. The code FORBES gets you a guaranteed $100 Amazon gift card. That's Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. Going through the lens of your career, uh, when when this deal was announced and, and, and you look at where women's soccer, how far it's come, did you sort of... Uh, have a flashback going back to, let's say, when you first started playing soccer, all the things you went through and and seeing this as a moment where, you know, yes, you've been a national champion. uh, You're nationally known as a star. But this is sort of like a point where all of that is really paying off for the betterment of women's soccer.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it our jobs become almost more touchable in a weird way for, for children. I think when I was growing up, I never got to turn the TV on. Even now, very rarely do you turn on the TV and and you get to see, you know, female athletes and role models like constantly on the networks. It It just doesn't happen that much. And I think when, when young girls are, you know, having to make a choice of, a successful career or academics or sports. I mean, I, I think if they can see how professional and how that this is a career and it's a good one, I, I think more people are going to be willing to do, do it and more women are going to be continuing to, to follow their j- dreams. I think at some point, a lot of these females have to make a choice where they have to get a real job or, you know, and I, I that makes me sad because. Now that they can see us on TV and and now that they can see, you know, that we were world champions and that, that all these great things come from it. And it's such an exciting time. I think um, that really reflects on our youth. And, and to me, that's the most exciting thing.
0: Did you always want to be a goalkeeper?
1: I've been a goalkeeper since yeah, probably eight years old because I played with boys until I was fifteen, and they were just much faster than me. So I, I played in goal forever.
0: How do I convince my daughter when she plays? She's always like, "I don't want to be goalie. I don't want to be goalie." And I'm like, "You got to try all the positions because you don't know really, you know, what you're going to like the most, what you're going to be perhaps best at." How do I convince her, or should I even try to to give goalie no. a shot?
1: No, I honestly, it's a mentality thing and you'll have a group of young girls who are around and you'll be able to point out who will be best suitable for the position. Who's not scared to get hurt. Who's not scared to jump on the floor and dive into people's feet. I mean, you got to be a little different, right? To play in goal and do the things we do every single day and throw ourselves on the ground. So, um, you know, if, if someone's not into it, I, I definitely wouldn't force them because you're not setting them up for success. But someone who's willing to get their hands a little dirty and who, you know, their mental mentality is just I'll run through a brick wall for anyone. I think those are usually the ones that stick.
0: What, what's your thought process right now on concussions? Particularly, there's been a lot written about whether or not, especially artificial turf causes concussions uh, or or more severe injuries than natural grass, and particularly for goalies like yourself?
1: You know, I am not I, – I would hate to answer anything that I'm not, sh- like, 100% sure on. I'm not very educated in that department. But what I will tell you is this. Um, we have a lot of protocols now that we did not – we definitely did in the past didn't have. Um, we're taking all types of scans before um, – before season and it's all different memory and shapes and it's all that cognitive. i'm not too familiar with it i don't know what it does but i take a ton of tests at the beginning of the year and any time that there's an injury or there's a field side impact test. And then if you're not able to go, you go inside and you have to take a computerized test and then be seen by a physician. You didn't used to have to do any of that kind of stuff. So I am, I'm very happy because I do think it's a serious issue. So I'm happy that they're taking the steps that are needed to not just throw people back into games and um, that they actually have some type of protocol that you know eases people back into it um but i I don't know statistically about anything with turf or grass or you know nowadays you young kids aren't allowed to head the ball because their brain's still developing you know when i was young you could kind of do whatever but I, i see that they're taking the steps um that clearly are necessary to protect people
0: we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back small businesses are the heart of our communities They're the places we could not live without. Whether you're looking to create a website for your business or a personal blog, you'll make a big impact when you build your site on WordPress.com. Even if you don't have experience building a website, WordPress.com can guide you through the process. You'll get built-in social sharing. And if you're on WordPress.com, you'll immediately have a leg up on everyone else when it comes to search engine optimization. On wordpress.com, you get support 24-7. Come see why more websites run on WordPress than any other platform. Get started today with 15% off any new plan purchase. Go to wordpress.com slash Forbes to create your website and find the membership plan that's right for you. That's wordpress.com slash Forbes for 15% off your brand new website. WordPress.com slash Forbes. You know, I'm, I'm looking at um, some of the things you've been doing and have done. You know, you're very big in connecting with fans. You know, it seems like even though you're not mandated to, you're always signing autograph. you know, sometimes for hours. And I, it brought back memories when I was reading this about you. When I was a kid, there was uh, a great hockey player, Bobby Hall. And he was sort of, in in the 60s, the ambassador of the NHL, which was trying to grow at that time. It was re- really a sport then in Canada and, and in the northeast of the U.S. And he used to stay for hours and make his teammates wait on the bus before they left the city to head to the airport. He'd be signing autograph after autograph. Um, do, do you feel, I guess, do you do you feel that this is part of brand building on your end is it or is it something that you know you just do that you sort of were brought up to understand for whatever reason that this is something you're supposed
1: to do yeah i think that everyone has some type of calling and like for me it's just connecting with people is something that i've really just come to love and i you know i always say this and to me i i don't care how much i accomplish in my career um to me, the most important thing is, is the, how much I can impact people and change their life. And, and I think that is a, I think we need more, more people like that in this world, you know, like I'm, I'm not, I don't think selfishly, I I think, you know, how can I help someone else? And, um, you know, that's partly how I've been raised and, you know, what I've seen in my life, I'm always constantly, and I love to take adventures and open my eyes and see the world and share my scars. And I'm very open with my fans and, um, yeah, I don't think it's easy and I don't think it's for everyone, but I think people will remember how you make them feel. Um, and a lot of these people have supported me when I had nothing. And, um, I think it's a responsibility to, be a good person and be a good role model and um, really take the time to inspire the next generation. Um, There's a lot of responsibility that comes with the job. And I think uh, most people take that serious and and some people it's just not for them and that's okay too. And they might inspire in different ways.
0: You also seem to be someone who's really in touch with your emotions and not afraid to put those emotions and stick them on, you know, and, and, Put them on Twitter. You know, I, I've looked at some of the things. It's it's almost like you're trying to rev up your teammates and stuff with with some of your postings. Um, was that something that that you've kind of developed and thought of yourself over the years, or did you see no. other players do it?
1: No, I, I don't think anyone's perfect by any means. I think you know sometimes my emotions can get can get the best of me and and at the end of the day I'm human and this sport is is um what is my job and it's what puts food on the table and I'm very serious about it um I'm not content showing up every day just saying I'm a professional athlete I think there's a unique balance that separates the the great from good and I focus every day on how can I be great I don't want to be good good's not enough for me and um, sometimes you'll sense that in in my my press conferences, or you'll you'll sense uh, I want to win at all costs. I I don't I don't want to settle for anything. For me, my mentality this is this is how I've been branded since I was a kid. I've anytime I accomplish anything, I don't even take time to enjoy it because it's like what's next for me. Constantly, I'm moving forward. What's next? I don't take time to pat myself on the back or stay. Um, just hovering in the same place I I constantly want to push myself I constantly want to be uncomfortable and I like to hold that accountability to other people around me and especially you know when it comes to to my team I demand a lot I demand a lot out of myself I demand a lot out of the people around me and if they're if they're not living up to the standard or I'm, I'm not I expect you know people to tell me and I expect to tell others so that's just the way I lead that's That's the way um, I tick, and it's good for some people, maybe not good for others. It's misunderstood for some people, and some people get it. It honestly just depends what kind of person you are and what revs your engine. You know what I mean?
0: We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. The smart new way to buy business travel is Upside.com. You save money and get a free Amazon gift card every trip you buy. Use the code. Forbes, and you're guaranteed at least a $100 gift card your first time using Upside. Save big on travel and get a big gift card. Upside.com. Minimum purchase required. See site for complete details. When did you first realize, or at least start to think to yourself, that, you know what, I really can be a special kind of player?
1: (sighs) Ah. It's hard. I I, I don't know, because every day I just show up and I do me. I don't I don't try to be anyone else. I know. um, I know what it takes to be the best. I know what it's like to lose everything. I know what it's like to fall short. And I just try to take my experiences and keep moving forward and and keep, uh, you know, just sharing and, and I, i'm a big sharer. you know if i go through something in my life i think it's really selfish not to share that with someone in case they might have to go through it does that make sense like that's how i live my life like if i've been through something i want to make sure people know my mistakes you know and i and i think that's an important way to live life you know if you share your scars a little bit more maybe you save somebody else
0: no i, I think that's that makes a lot of sense and i'd like to take that a step further you know i Believe there's going to be a, a lot of uh, uh, women listening to this, and a lot of them uh, aspiring soccer players. You know, uh, you mentioned you know losing everything. What what were your lows, uh, uh, and, and how did you fight through them?
1: I mean, um, if you play a career in professional sports, you're going to have a, a lot of disappointments. I, I mean, that's life, right? That's life in general. I have torn both of my ACLs back to back I've been out for 3 years at a time I've gone through extremely bad injuries where there were days I woke up wanting to quit and give up I have dealt with personal you know issues where it's hard some some mornings to get out of bed and continue you know pushing on or continue fighting through this type of lifestyle that's constantly just you, People try to rip you down every chance they get, you know, flip your words every chance they get. It, that's part of the job. You know, there a lot of people are critical in this world. A lot of people live behind iPads and computers and there's a lot of negativity out there. And it's it's difficult for anyone who says it's not they're lying. So, I, I mean, you know, I've I've made the World Cup team and then I was cut from the Olympic team. I mean, it, you you name it you know, this is, this is professional sports. One minute you're at the top of your game. Like nothing can be bothered, bothered. Nothing can distract you. You're inclined to the mountain. And then all of a sudden, boom, it gets taken right out from underneath you. And it's, How do you deal with that? How do you rise again? How do you create a different path that, you know, maybe the one you were seeking isn't working out for you anymore? I mean, all these obstacles come up, and that's life, that's sport, that's relationship, I mean, no matter what.
0: You know, about 10 years ago, I mean, you had a, I think it was a torn labrum in your your right hip, which occurred during a goal kick, yet you did not miss any games, I don't believe, following that, you know, and you started using your left leg. I mean, yeah. Where, where does that come from?
1: Ah, oh, man, I don't know. It's just I've, I've, I've been like that since I was a kid. I've been a fighter since I was a kid. Um, my brain ticks different than most, and I don't have the answers. That's the funny thing. A, a lot of people ask, like, how did you get this type of mentality? I, I don't know. I don't know. I always had these conversations with my college coach, Anson Dorrance, and we always, we always talked about: Do you think leaders are born leaders? Are, are they inherent, or do they, do they, are they, do they learn over their lifespan how to lead? And it's funny. I don't know. I feel like I was born a certain way, and I just feel like n- no matter what happens, nothing holds me down, I, and I, it's. It's weird. I I don't I don't I have no explanation or why. It's just this who I am.
0: At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop drone. Seen it? Covered it. Click for more.
1: We are farmers. Bum 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 bum.
0: Underwritten by farmers truck fire insurance exchanges and affiliates. Products not available in every state. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. This week on All of the Above with Norman Lear, deep star Julia Louis-Dreyfus sits down with
1: Norman and Paul. Well, you know, there wasn't a script when I was first talking to HBO about it. There wasn't a, a concept. And my my agent had said to me, listen, they're developing this thing at HBO about an unhappy vice president, an unhappy female vice president. And I thought to myself, well, I got to get in on this action because mm-hmm. it's gold and it's so amazing that nobody's done it before.
0: Listen today on the Podcast One app or subscribe at Apple Podcasts or on Podcast podcast1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Braintree. If you think that your payment system exists solely for the purpose of transferring money from a customer's wallet to yours, think again. Braintree. Rethink payments. Learn more at BraintreePayments.com Forbes. I, I go through and I'm looking at, you know, all the different teams you've played with and, and some in Germany, Sweden, different teams in the United States. Um, How would you describe how playing on some of these teams, especially outside the U.S., uh, have helped shape your career and brought you to the point where you are today as a talent, but but also as a person?
1: You know, just like I said before, I like to put myself in in situations where I'm uncomfortable. And I think there's a really um, great—I think there's a a lot of growth that stems from that uncomfortable— bubble, right? So I always tell people, everyone's like, oh, you live life on the edge. Well, I don't really live life on the edge. I I am the edge. And I want to constantly put myself in uncomfortable situations where no one speaks the same language. How am I going to learn to communicate? I'm a goalkeeper. That's my job is to communicate. I have 10 players in front of me who don't speak English. Like, how am I going to make this work? Um, I love challenges. I thrive in challenges. I want to be in all different types, um, everything to me, and this is maybe different than the normal Joe, but everything in my brain is a competition. If I'm walking and someone starts walking faster than me, I start walking faster than them. Sounds crazy, right? But that is the way I'm wired. Competition is everything to me. And I can't have a kosher, easy game of ping pong. I have to win or I am like, really angry and I'm not even a good ping pong player.
0: (laughs) You know, they've said the same thing. You know, I've heard people talk about uh, athletes like Michael Jordan or Magic Johnson, for example, and they say, you know what, you get into a card game uh, on a plane ride back from a game with one of those guys and it's like, you know, they want to keep playing until they win. It doesn't matter what they're doing, but they want to win. Is that the way you are?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 that's... yeah, it is. It's just the way I, it's the way I live. It's I eat, breathe, sleep, dream about competing. And it's it's been like that for my whole life.
0: What what do you want to do uh, outside of soccer in terms of, you know, perhaps other businesses or sponsorships? So many athletes now are getting into, you know, whether it be other media companies or uh, streaming <laughs> Or some have even gotten into apparel deals. It, does any of that interest you?
1: Yeah, you know, I I'm <clears throat> I love fashion. I love designing. Um, I love self expression. So uh, that's uh, fa- The fashion world is definitely something that intrigues me, and in designing, and um, you know, eventually tapping into that as much as I can. I've done a little bit in in the in the industry, but not very much. Um, but that's something that I I. W- enjoy doing. But, you know, I love speaking. I, you know, I love I'm a big supporter of, um, yeah, you know, addiction, depression, suicide, self-harm, all those heavy topics that people aren't willing to really talk about. Um, I value the youth and I think the youth live in a really, really tough world these days with social media and bullying and all these things so as much as I can do for them um, to make them you know feel valued and important and beautiful and loved uh, I you know that's important to me and that's always been my passion is is to help other people so there's there's a lot of different things I want to do and um, you know I, I definitely tap into those avenues as much as I can when I get the time.
0: I find that really interesting, you are mentioning helping people with addiction, because for me, it's personal. Um, uh, I'm a recovering alcoholic and addict myself, and for me, uh, I guess, geez, I guess maybe it's about 16 years of sobriety for me now. Uh, so I got, I got yeah. So I, I, I,
1: yeah, congratulations. I, thank
0: you. Well, you know, one day at a time. When
1: Absolutely. Today's
0: just one more day. So I got to ask you, though, what, what brought about your interest in that?
1: I think addiction's all around us. I think mm. uh, in some way or you know shape or form we've been affected either we've you know abused ourselves or we've had someone close to us. We've seen people slip and struggle and you know I've had you know friends take their lives. I I I've been through all the different elements of it and I think too easily a lot of people feel a lot of regret, like, Hey, I could have done something more. I I saw the signs, but I didn't say anything. Like I should have asked how they're doing. Um, I think we're, we're raised to kind of not talk about these heavy topics Mm. that, you know, Oh, this is, should be kept between the family or, Oh, I can't tell someone how I feel because they might judge me or shun me out of this group. And uh, I just want to belong and fit in and, and, and this is where like, I, I really love gravitating towards young kids who, you know, maybe have these thoughts and, and they're not, they haven't lived enough or experienced enough that no, you, knowing it's going to pass and it's going to be okay. And, um, I don't know. I just, I've, I've experienced it all in my life. It's affected me personally. And, uh, like I've, I don't know. I, I really, really have a deep connection to it. And, um, I want to help people and I want to help people have, you know, have really tough conversations and, and know it's okay and know that it will pass. And, you know, it usually does.
0: You know what, Ashlyn, if you, if you ever, uh, need someone to work with you on any of this or to speak or whatever it may be, I'm always available. You know what? Uh, yeah. You know, um, I spend, uh, you know as as you know I'm sure you know many in recovery spend time with other people, whether it be somebody in prison, young kids, whatever the case we we have a uh uh sort of a serious problem in I live in Glen rock new jersey and as we're finding out many of the athletes there are uh, you know opiates now with a big problem and you know yeah. uh and and you know you, you see these kids and I call them kids they're juniors seniors in high school and they, you know, they're stars on sports teams, yet, you know, they've got this other thing going on in many instances. And so we're, we're trying to figure out ways to get in and, and reach out to them. And we're going to go talk to some of them. And we're, we're working with the uh, police department to try to get in it. Because the parents are always the last to know, it seems, yeah. you know, they, they yeah. don't know. And, and, you know, maybe if they could see somebody else, whether it's somebody like you who is held in such high regard or somebody like me who they don't know, but yet at the same time can just share their story and say, look, I was once a high school, you know, baseball player. And, you know, next thing I know, I found out when I found myself at the age of 40, you know, uh, an alcoholic and an addict. And, yeah, you know, there is another way, you know, it's, it's exactly. just a, it's it's uh, it's it's great that you do that you're doing that. Um, I know you're not feeling well, so I'm just going to hit on a couple more things and, I, and I'll let you uh, get back to what you've got to do, which is, you know, one of the things. Uh, again, all, of course, it's all about my daughter now. But i want going to go back to you know your coach right now uh, is 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 such a great guy. Seems like to me, uh, Tom Cermani, Um At the how important is it to playing for the right coach and 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 what does the right coach mean to you?
1: Well, I think for for Tom, he has such a, a great balance of of being very direct, but also being positive and approachable. Um, he has a very good balance. Uh, you know, he has an open door policy. You can come in at any time and he makes himself very approachable, which I can really appreciate. Um, but also when you're not doing your job, you're going to hear it. And I think that's important to hold players accountable. Um, and, and I, I value you know, his experience, he's been around this game for a really long time. And, um, he's so even keeled. You you don't, you don't hear him standing up and just howling the whole game and being very, he, he's not distracting from what we're doing. He gives us the tools to be successful. And then once we take the field, then it's in our hands. Um, so I, I love the, those qualities about him. There's so many great qualities about him. And, uh, you know, clearly that's why he's here coaching for such a great club. Um, yeah, I, I would do anything for him. You know, I, he rallies this team and, you know, he he does what he needs to do to make sure we'll run through a wall for him. Um, so I, I value him so much and, and I'm very happy that he's the coach of this team. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Tom's a great coach.
0: You mentioned how competitive you are. What are some of the things you do uh, uh, outside of soccer, you know, to uh, you know get out there and compete and to push yourself?
1: I, I, I like to have a good balance. Um, I I love the ocean, so I'm constantly surfing. I love skateboarding. Um, sometimes I am super anxious, and when I get anxious, uh, I just paint. And I I really love the creative side of like anything artistic. So painting, um, drawing, designing clothes and chopping up clothes and making different things um, just for my brain to kind of rest. It, it's hard in, in our world. Even though you leave the field, it's hard to just turn it off. Um, So those are the moments when I can kind of just escape and and paint and listen to some music and calm down or go to a coffee shop and just breathe a little bit.
0: We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Braintree. Having an up-to-date payment system is one of those things, like a rattle in your engine that you might let slide to the bottom of the to-do list. Everything's working now, so you get to it when you get to it. But that's not necessarily a practical strategy. Leave it too long and you could be stranded on the side of the highway. And when we're talking about getting paid, you don't want to get stranded. It might not be a bad time to check in with Braintree and keep your business humming. Braintree. Rethink payments. Find out more at BraintreePayments.com slash Forbes. And lastly, you know, the finances of women's soccer. You, know, you, you mentioned how important this is, you know, in terms of how well you do and, and, and earnings and your livelihood. Is the sport at the state now uh, where with the soccer league, do the women players still have to have other jobs or is there enough money to be made just from playing soccer?
1: no i uh, the uh, no, not even close um I mean they're the the salary numbers are out there, so it's no surprise, but the minimum I believe is sixteen thousand in seven months, and then I think the salary cap for all players is a tad over. It's probably somewhere in the two hundred and twenty range. I don't know, it's something around there, um so clearly it's it's better don't get me wrong, really happy that it's better, but it's not, it's not there yet. Um, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, these things just all of a sudden you don't start making six figures overnight because you get a lifetime deal. Um, but it's getting better and it's a progression and you know, the good thing is, is we've been, this is our fifth year in the league now. So, um, we're doing something right by keeping expenses low. Um, because if we start paying people too much, then clubs start taking giant hits. Uh, the reality is we do have to have other jobs. Uh, the reality is if I was a man and you know I'm 31 now, if I were to retire at 35, if I was a, a male, I probably wouldn't have to worry about a job or what am I going to do next. Um, for a female, that that's not a luxury. Uh, as soon as I'm done, I'm going to have to figure out quickly. Um, what's my next job, what's going to pay my rent, what's going to pay, you know, my house, my bills, my, uh, my food on my table. So, you know, hopefully, uh, in the next 10 years, maybe that changes. Um, I think there's been progress. Um, it's not where it is. That's, that's the, the reality of a female, um, in today's society. I mean, we still make a lot less than a male and we're trying to close that gap, but it's definitely not going to happen overnight, but the progression is there and and we're doing better. And, um, we're taking the right steps. We're not skipping steps. So I'm hoping, you know, in the next 10 years, maybe some of these young kids get to live out a profession where they spill their heart and their soul into it. And when they hit 35 or when they hit time to retire, they don't have to stress about what they, what they're going to do next week.
0: You know, I go back to the uh, 2015 FIFA Women's World Cup, and you know, the women's team won the U.S., and the TV audience was over 25 million on Fox. And I yeah. remember thinking to myself at that time, okay, there was, you know, it was the World Cup in the late 90s, and and then I thought, thought it was going to take off then, and then certainly in 2015, and I'm convinced that just like with uh, certain sports here, like, no one saw for example, Mixed Martial Arts uh, taking off, and now Major League Soccer, you know, the Men's League is doing better. There's going to be a sponsor out there at some point who's going to take a chance and say, you know what, I'm going to sponsor a, a, a woman soccer player, and it's going to take off, and then it's going to really pick up for other women. Um, do you think that's the way it's going to go or it's going to be more this continual slow grind?
1: I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, I don't think about it. I don't do it for the money. Um, Clearly, you know, I'm an educated woman with a great college degree. I could be doing well in other, in, in other areas, but this is what I feel like I was born to do. And I think, there's something said to be said about that. A lot of these women do this because they love it, not because they have to, or not because they're told to, or not because they're just content. Um, we do it cause we love it. And we don't worry about, we'll find a way we always do. Right. I mean, that's women are strong and, and I think this is part of it. You know, we, we love what we do and we want to keep this going for the younger generation. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I hope uh, clearly I would love for someone to come knocking on my door saying they would pay me ridiculous amounts of money and it would help, you know, the league or help something. But it, at the end of the day, I don't think about that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm just here to do my job and um, be a good teammate and all those qualities that come with playing a team sport, you know, not so much individual stuff.
0: How, how do you make ends meet?
1: Well, I'm in a unique situation just because I'm contracted with the U.S. national team. Um, So I, my, my paid scale is a little different than um, with the club. I'm actually not paid through the club.
0: I see. But, but for most others, they take on other jobs. So they're essentially having one job during the season and one, that that, that seems, uh, that seems really, really tough. And then lastly, you know, what's your take on, where the national women's team is at this point
1: well I mean uh, we have a lot of young talent rolling in um, uh, I'm, I'm excited for you know a lot of young players that are coming up and making a statement and you know I'm sure I, as everyone has heard Mallory Pugh has left college well she never really started it but you know what I mean. Um, so it's 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 changing. The women's game is changing. A lot of young players are deciding to not go to college to play play what play the game they love. And and we have a lot of great young talent coming up. So it the the future is exciting. You know we have time. We have. A few years now until a major tournament and we're just trying new things um, I think that's what a lot of people are seeing is a lot of different formations a lot of different lineups and a lot of different players um, we're just deepening the pool and that's just part of the process when we get closer to tournament time you know everything starts to sharpen in and close off and you focus on your starting 11 and you know that your game changers and all that kind of stuff so Um, right now we're just exploring and, and trying new things out. Um, So there's some exciting stuff to be seen in the future and a lot of uh, young talent.
0: What's the single thing you're most proud of at this point in your career?
1: Honestly, the impact I've made off the field. Yeah, that would be it. The impact. Um, I get a lot of letters that I read and, you know, just people being open and talking about in some way or another, I've saved their life. And and to me, that's the most powerful thing um, that anyone can tell me is that something that I've done has changed or saved their life. So yeah, you know, for me, trophies, they just get stored somewhere in the back closet of of one of my rooms. Um, But those letters are definitely something I hold on to and what I value most about what I do. Is
0: there any one letter you could share with us anything about?
1: I mean, there's nothing. I mean, just off the top of my head, I get them quite often and, and people come up to me and share their story about how they've been struggling and, you know, and I've, from doing some type of interview or talking about something, some type of heavy topic, it's helped them seek help or talk to a friend or, you know, it, there's so many different things, um, and so many different ages. I have had a woman come up to me in a restaurant who's, you know, 50 years old saying, I was going through a really hard time and I watched one of your interviews and it saved my life.
0: Wow. Um, yeah. Ashlyn, uh, you've been incredibly generous. Uh, you're, uh, you've are you had a great career. And from everything that I've read that talked about what a wonderful person you are, uh, the taste of it I got through this discussion, it certainly is true. And my offer holds at any time. If you need me for anything on the addiction side, I'm always here for you.
1: All right. Thank you so much and uh, vice versa. And congratulations on your sobriety. I love hearing that.
0: Thanks, Ashton. Have a great afternoon.
1: All right. Have a good one.
0: That's it for this episode of Forbes Sports Money. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with a comment or question, please email us at sportsmoneyatpodcast1.com. That's O-N-E dot com. Napa this month, get a 5-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil plus a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98. That's a pretty unbelievable deal. But trust us, it's totally real, but only for a limited time. So get Napa Full Synthetic and a Napa Platinum Oil Filter for $21.98 today. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. General States Pricing. Sales prices do not include applicable state, local taxes, or recycling fees. Offer ends 4 19
1: I'm Rita Foley
0: with an AP News Minute. London police have arrested Julian Assange on extradition charges to the United States as well as for violating his bail. Assange is accused of publishing classified documents through WikiLeaks. In 2010, he told Sky News he was worried about what the U.S. might do to him. The United States recently has shown that its institutions seem to be failing. Uh, They are failing to follow the rule of law. And with dealing with a superpower... It does not appear to be following, following the rule of law, it is a serious business. He also said in 2010 the U.S. officials had threatened him and those associated with him. There has been many calls by senior political figures uh, in the United States, uh, including elected ones in the Senate, uh, for my execution, uh, the kidnapping of my staff. Edward Snowden, the former security contractor who leaked classified information about U.S. surveillance programs, says the arrest of Assange is a blow to media freedom. I'm Rita Foley.